This is Good Hope FM News. Good morning. German police say a gunman who shot dead nine people at a shopping center in Munich last night was an 18-year-old German-Iranian who'd lived in the city for several years. The Munich police chief, Hubertus André, says the man was acting alone and wasn't previously known to the authorities. He says the attacker appeared to have killed himself. And with a large-scale operation force, we have found a male person who given the current level of intelligence, committed suicide. And on the basis of CCTV footage, we assume that this person is the suspect. We currently have no indications that there were further perpetrators involved. The Western Cape Education Department says it has noted a significant spike in the past few months in the number of children who are dependent on the school feeding scheme. Close to half a million learners are fed on a daily basis through the initiative in the province alone. Since March this year, close to 5,000 additional children are dependent on the scheme. The department's Jessica Shalva says it spends more than 300 million rand on feeding hungry learners. It is of concern to the WCD. Learners cannot learn on an empty stomach. Um, we, we therefore provide two meals a day, one, for, one, for, one in the morning and one in the afternoon. Um, and this, this, this allows learners to concentrate on their studies instead of their stomachs. Meanwhile, aid workers say thousands of children in Zimbabwe could be facing starvation by Christmas unless the country gets more international help. They say food shortages are most severe in the district of Binga. More than 200 children have died of hunger in the last 18 months. Solidarity lawyer Stephen Budlinder has argued that the SABC's rule that employees can only speak to the media if the CEO gives them permission is a violation of their rights. The SABC fired seven full-time journalists and cancelled one freelancer's contract after they allegedly publicised their concerns about alleged censorship at the SABC. Budlinder says the corporation's reason for dismissing his clients are vague. The first time that we got a proper explanation for the dismissal was in the answering affidavit. In that answering affidavit, my lord, there are the vaguest allegations imaginable, saying the applicants gave interviews to the media who are never specified. My lord, we were duty-bound to point out to this court, as we did in reply, that those wild and broad allegations had no basis. And so my clients were perfectly entitled to put that up in reply. And lastly, the International Olympic Committee has said a further 45 athletes have tested positive for banned substances after a second set of samples from the London and Beijing Games in 2012 and 2008 respectively were reanalyzed. The latest results bring the total total number of athletes who have tested positive to 98, Richard Conway reports. In a second wave of this reanalysis, from 2008, 30 adverse findings, 23 were medalists, they say, from them, and it involves four sports and eight different National Olympic Committees in eight different countries. From London 2012, it's 15 athletes, two different sports, and nine National Olympic Committees there as well. For Good FM News, I'm Andrik Peterson.